and the train is gone. All right. Welcome <laughs> to the ZN Morel bonus episode. And uh, we appreciate you listening today. And uh, also appreciate your patience waiting for this. I We kind of like debated this a little bit, Kim. Yeah, it was like, do we do it today? Do we do it tomorrow? You know. Yeah, we. So what happened was, for those who don't know, is some folks were having trouble with their. If you're using like a pod, uh, podcasting app or podcatcher app, something like that, uh, it was because the la- most recent episode would be the bonus episode, and if they just hit play while they were at work or something like that, they were having a problem with their the bonus episode coming on before the final episode. And which sometimes ruins a a good ending, yeah, uh, depending like, on the story. What just happened? So uh, I think we'll be doing it this way. Where we'll re- release it sometime midweek um, yeah. going forward, and hopefully I think it'll uh, work better. Not be quite so confusing, right? And also help people listen to the final episode. Of, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that can ruin. Who wants it, yeah. to listen to the final episode once you're like, oh, the bonus? That's what happened. Yeah, okay, I already know. Done. It's like <laughs> the ultimate spoiler. As yeah. a matter of fact, if you're look, if you're listening right now and you haven't listened to number four yet, just stop, stop, and go back. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Stop. We'll wait. All right. <laughs> anyway, all joking aside. Um, on a more serious note. Yeah, so I had a really good time with Z and Morel. I had a great time with that. <coughs> we had fun recording that and one. And it was a really, really good story. And I think, like you and I talked about, a lot of people don't know this story at all. Before you started telling me about this story and I started learning about this story for the podcast, I didn't know anything about him. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, and it's an incredible story. Like, I don't know how many times you told me, Kim, this is an incredible story. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, Caleb, I'm sure it is. And then I was like, wow, he's right. It is. But it is really, really interesting. And we barely scratched the surface of Zian's life. Yes, that's exactly true. We barely scratched the surface. Um, There's a lot of stuff we didn't have time to talk about, uh, like, uh, specifically a lot of of their heartaches. We just talked about them briefly. But, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty hard, actually, for us in modern times. Even even if you read the whole book, it's hard for us to really understand, I think, uh, the difficulties and hardships of a pioneer family yeah. in yeah. the 1830s in Texas. And uh, But add to that the fact that we know uh, Satan was obviously attacking this family specifically, uh, or his minions at the very least. All right, settle down. His minions at the very least were certainly attacking this family because uh, they didn't want the gospel coming to this land. And, of course, we should all remember that, too. Uh, Whenever you pray for your missionaries, even now, you know, they do face a serious attack because Satan does do everything he can to stop the gospel uh, from reaching lost souls in foreign lands and and here at home, and so that is something important to pray about. Absolutely. Uh, one incident that happened that we didn't talk about in the podcast at all, Kim, was uh, about Zian's son. Yep, that's what I was about to say, his son. <coughs> right. So, um, and we won't take time to tell it in detail here, no. but we will give the book here in a few minutes. But uh, Zian Morell's son... Uh, we talked about briefly in the podcast how during during the entire time that Texas was its own nation, it was mm-hmm. constantly either 
uh, talk about wars and rumors of wars, right? It was constantly the case in Texas. They were either at war with Mexico or they were expecting war with Mexico uh, constantly. And during one of those wars with Mexico, Zian Morel's son was captured by the Mexicans and was taken to a prison in Mexico where he served in a Mexican prison for, I believe, like three years, I think is what I remember reading. And uh, his health was badly hurt by it. Uh, Even Zian's wife uh, was, you know, constantly worried about her son, obviously. And uh, Zian... The physical and emotional strain that that would take on a mother, knowing that her child was taken and in prison... I mean, she wouldn't even know if he was still alive many times, just not knowing if he was okay, not knowing if he was alive. That kind of strain, what that would do to her physical body, like we were talking about emotionally, but physically, it tore her down. Yeah, and uh, Zian said that he always felt like it greatly damaged, even destroyed her health, just the the pain that she suffered while her son was in prison, and... uh, she would end up, in spite of the fact that Zian had had major health problems throughout his life, uh, he actually ended up outliving his wife. She died uh, and left him a widower uh, ser- several years before him. Yeah. And he says in the book that he attributes that to the pain that she suffered while her son was in prison. Which I would believe 100% that that's unbelievable what she would have suffered like that. So that's just that's just to give you like an example and a taste and I, I don't know I, I like to think we that the story uh, the podcast did a good job of presenting both the the joys and the sorrows but this the point is just to give you a little taste of the difficulties, the pain that some people in the past have gone through in order to get out the gospel. And to take the gospel to every land. And uh, the Morell family and Zian and his wife, they went through that. And that was the life that uh, that they had. But it was something that they were able to do for the Savior. Yeah. So, do um, you, uh, We talked a lot throughout the podcast about, about discouragement. Um, yeah. We didn't That's probably kind of a major end. theme, I think. Yeah, of his story, because Zian went from a land where there was lots and lots of people everywhere, and they were seeing lots and lots of people get saved, and he went somewhere where, for a very long time, they didn't see anyone get saved, and that had to have been hard on him. We talked about how it was hard, discouraging for him and his family, but we... We tend to think in in today's terms of if you're not seeing results right now, you can't. You must not be in God's will. But that's not necessarily true. No, you right, know, right? Um, you preach a sermon on it how the the race is not to the swift, but how the race isn't. Um, it's not it's, a sprint. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. You've said yeah. that so many times. That's like yeah. Caleb's theme saying. He <laughs> that's says one that of my. Yeah, that's one of my better. I'm going to tell you. That's one of my better sermons. Yeah. So if you ever have me come preach for you. Ask for that one. I, that's I'm, a good one. If the Lord will let me, I'll <laughs> preach. It is. No, but it's true, though. That's the thing. It is, is true. I, it's because it's so true. And, and it certainly is true today that a lot of Christians uh, struggle with discouragement because the scourge of Laodicea 
is that you, and I'm not trying to make excuses or say that we can't see souls saved today. We do see souls saved. Yeah, we do. Uh, and, and you should. And you should. But uh, but it's easy to become discouraged because we don't many times see the results that we would like to see. Yeah. And, and, and in honesty, I think it's probably, that's probably been the case uh, throughout the ages, you know, depending on your location and ever. depending on your location and things like that. Yeah. So in some small way, I do understand, uh, and uh, and I think that's what makes his message, his story, so applicable to yeah. us today, because it's to remind us that God measures the ministry in faithfulness. Yeah. He doesn't measure it in uh, by in numbers, although you know we sh- we all hope and pray for converts, but God measures the ministry in faithfulness. Yeah. Well, Zan's whole life, it was mountains and valleys, mountains and valleys, mountains and valleys. And we covered that a lot in the story. You know, things are going good, going good, going good. And then they'd hit another valley and they'd get discouraged again. And then chased away from their home by the Indians or something like that. Or son's son captured by the Mexicans or, you know, whatever it happened to be that they were facing, you know, even something that we would think as simple as his his pony getting being stolen by the Indians, you know, but we don't realize how seriously that'd be that like was your car. car. <laughs> it's his yeah, car, yeah. That was his car, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's funny. The Indians came and stole his car, guys. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't good. But it was a Mustang. Like, his car I know. was a Mustang. <laughs> I know it was nice too. Yeah, but that would be discouraging to us in this day and age. We can right. only imagine what it would be then. In that happened day. to Miss Bailey. Did. It did happen. <laughs> Sorry, Bailey. By the way. But, I mean, he didn't have insurance. Yeah, to cover that's true. It. There's no insurance. You know, yeah. there was no insurance to cover it. It was they lived a hard, hard life. It's true, yeah. and they did it for the cause of Christ. Yeah. Um, so, discussing it being a hard life and just the difficulties, and uh, but not only that, also the adventures. Like uh, the story is really a cool adventure story too, it in is. a lot of ways. And I hope that that comes through in the podcast uh, to some degree as well. I think episode three was my favorite. Yeah, that was fun. That I Indian thing that. was fun. The yeah. Indians was good. That yeah. was fun. Um, I'm just saying. So I had to leave a story out uh, as far as the adventures, too. And it was about um, when he was attacked by a bear, uh, which I won't take time to tell here. But you know that was hard for me because oh, you know I'm fascinated by animal attack stories yeah. and man-eating animal stories and things That's like that. That's another good sermon that he has. If you ever having making this is a commercial. This is a commercial. This is free commercial for for evangelist Caleb Hickam. Okay. But that's a um, good one. But uh, anyway, man eaters intrigued Caleb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. The whole point is that I actually, when we were prepping for this uh, series, for this podcast, I had to be careful, Kim, not to just make it a Western. Uh, I I had to be careful to make sure we still kept it as a missionary story because there's so many incredible adventures in it. And I I came like, had to be careful not to let it just become a Western, you know? Yeah, because Caleb is an adventurer, you know, and he loves adventures. And Um, he's like, that's what he wants to do. His role model is Teddy Roosevelt, you know? I'm telling yeah, who you. Who can't do a podcast on since he wasn't a Baptist. But, yeah, the, um, which is sad to Caleb, by the way. Right. But, well, tell know. me, Kim. Yes. All right, we talked about, let's let's do some serious stuff. Okay. Um, so we talked about, of course, uh, 
the heartaches and we talked about the adventures yes. and we talked about uh, the the race is not to the swift and the battle's not to the strong. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and maybe we already did. Maybe that's the answer to you. But what is, what would you say was your number one takeaway uh, from the story of Zian Morrell? Oh, that, you know, I really, I think that is my main takeaway is, is the fact that many times he could have easily given up. He could have just quit so many times, gone back to Mississippi, you and, know. And a lot of people wanted him to come back. Yeah, it's not like he would have been, you know, not helping anyone or giving up on God if he had gone back. He would have still been serving the Lord. But he wouldn't have been doing what God called him to do. Yeah, because God had a place for him. And and he stuck with it, and he went through it, and he did what God called him to do. And and we see in the end that God blessed him for it. I mean, a, a lot of stories of missionaries you're here, you know, and and you'll hear about people dying at a young age, dying as martyrs and stuff, and we've covered some of those type stories, you know, but... But his story wasn't like that. He just just had to hang in there and stick with it because the race is not to the swift. Yeah. And it, it was a marathon, you know, that's and, true. and he, he ran his marathon. That's true. That's good. And that's the main thing for me, too. And then the other thing, uh, the other side of the coin, so we talked about his adventures, right? The other side of the coin is that— uh, God uses people. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, if you're willing to do something for God, God will let you do something for him. Yeah. Right? So Zian ended up in a strange place, facing a lot of strange and sometimes difficult and sometimes exciting and sometimes bizarre situations. But it, the point I'm trying to make is that you will find yourself sometimes in a bizarre situation yeah. if you're trying to do something for the Lord. And I've experienced that, and you have, and, and uh, you know, every Christian I know has yeah. uh, in various ways, uh, ways and places. You find yourself in weird situations when you try to do something for the Lord. And uh, that's just how the Lord is. He lets—and I, and I often say, and I really mean this, it's humbling to me to yeah. think that God allows me to do something for Him. Okay. And uh, and I, I think that's a big part of the story, too, is that— uh, God used Zian Morel because Zian Morel was willing. Yeah. And a lot of people would think if you looked at him with his health problems and things like that and all his difficulties, that God could find somebody better or somebody more uh, equipped. more well-equipped. And uh, But that's not how the Lord works. Mm. That's not how the Lord works. The Lord uses you if you're willing to do something for him. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's a good takeaway from the story as well. Yeah. And God's protection. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, that's um, true. We talked about that in the podcast, too. That's another thing that was really big to me. If you're doing what God called you to do, and when you get in those bizarre situations, you'll also have God's protection. That's true. That's true. All right. Will you have anything else, Kim? I think those are the main things that, that I took away. Me too. All right. So the name of the book, if you want to read it, is Flowers and Fruits from the Wilderness by Zian Morell. And uh, you can get it if you want to read it. I'm looking at it right now online uh, from Barnes & Noble. 
you can buy a probably I'm thinking this is a paperback copy for four dollars and ninety eight cents. So that's a cheap book and a very good read. And I know there's a a good hardback copy here um, that's available on eBay, uh, which is like the one I have, and it's thirty four ninety five. That's a good buy for that book. Um, you, there may be other options for it. I see a few other options here uh, for various prices. So it's a good book, and I think uh, it'll be a blessing to you. Well, I think we're going to call it then. We are sitting right at right around 15 minutes. So uh, we're going to go ahead and stop. We're looking forward to Obadiah Holmes. Obadiah Holmes next week. Yep, which is by the time you hear this, probably just a few days. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. We hope that it'll be a blessing to you. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Um, if you're new to the podcast, right? So if, okay, if you're new to the podcast and you just started listening to Zian Morell. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, you need to go back and listen to our stories from last season. Yes. The Vins family, Michael Sattler and John Birch. Yeah. And you should go listen to them because I think great stories. They are. That's true. Honestly, as much as I like Zian Muel, I love the story of Zian Muel, right. but I think my favorite that we've done so far is still the Vince family. And the thing is, I think almost everyone tells me that. Really? Most people. I didn't even most know that. people. Yeah. Yeah, I love that story. It's, it's incredible. So go. So while you're waiting for Obadiah Holmes, go do that. Yeah. And it'll. I think it'll be a blessing to you. And if you've already heard it, then we'll talk to you in a couple of days. Listen in and listen up, and we'll talk to you later.